0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, we are giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to com slash survivor. That's com slash survivor. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. It always feels like an eternity when we come back from an international break, but it's only actually been two weeks since there was an EPL game. But fortunately for you guys, we did very well during the international break. I went 100% with my locks and hopefully we carry that momentum into this edition of the EPL show. You can follow the soccer gambling podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That is at SGP Soccer. You can follow the sports gambling podcast. The main account is back. It's at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. But also give them a follow at gambling podcast still. That's at gambling podcast. And by the way, you can follow my other X account as well. That one is at X. That's at X. That's an account where you can DM me to reach out for my additional place. I am a tracked and transparent handicapper who has delivered 124 months in a row of transparent and tracked profit. All of the other spreadsheets are available to look at over at LockBetting.com. But if you just want to see the previous month, that will always be the pin tweet on that account at X. And at the moment, you can see the month of September, which was the 124th month in a row. And that month was good for 2,750 pounds which converts into just under three and a half thousand dollars. So we are coming off a monster month and we look for month number 125 in the month of September. If you want to find out how you can get the additional place, just shoot me a DM on that account at LockBankX. That's at LockBankX. When you look through the spreadsheets, Look carefully at how we arrive there. Don't just check that the profit is transparent and tracked because it is. It's also verified by the current clients. But also have a look at the type of bets that we do because one of the things that we do is we impeccably and sensibly manage the bankroll. So you won't see any um, five unit or 10 unit maxes or whale plays or player of the year plays. You're barely even see a two unit play because I very, 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 very rarely go over one unit because I make betting accessible for anybody with a disposable income. But if you don't have a disposable income, this isn't for you because nobody should be gambling unless they have a disposable income because nobody should be making bets where they need to win. This is still gambling at the end of the day, but I have been able to turn this hobby which is what this is, into a profitable one so far for over a decade, continuously, 124 months in a row over at Lock Betting. So moving on with this edition of the EPL show, the action begins early Saturday morning with the Merseyside derby. Liverpool are hosting Everton. Where Liverpool are the two to five favourites to win the game. It's nine to two on the draw, and it's six to one here on Everton. These Merseyside derbies have largely been dominated by Liverpool, but it hasn't been easy for them. They are usually tight and cagey affairs. If you're looking at another tight and cagey affair here, you would probably have to go against. The data featuring Liverpool because Liverpool have just been a free scoring machine, particularly at home, where they've scored three in every game. But they can still score three here again, and we can still cash a bet on Liverpool and under four and a half goals, which is priced up at even money plus 100. Liverpool have scored exactly three goals in all four of their domestic home games, including three. victories so 3-1 actually gets us over the line here even if there is an Everton contribution I think it's going to be a different kind of game Liverpool obviously have internationals who are more prominent during the international break so they may come out a little bit sleepy here as long as they don't concede a goal concede a goal sorry we should be fine it just may take some time to break down an Everton team who are likely to be stubborn in a defensive low block set up by Sean Dyche who will look to nick something on the counter-attack or via a set So I think it's going to be a frustrating beginning to the game for Liverpool. But ultimately, the quality will shine through. And I do think they'll pick up a win here in this one. I'm going to take Liverpool and under 4.5 goals. And Liverpool, I think, will continue their winning ways as they have won all five of their home games in all competitions. They also have a much stronger record recently in the Merseyside derby. They come into this having won three of the last four Merseyside derbies. The only worrying thing here would be the fact that Everton have scored nine goals across their last four games, while Liverpool, they have conceded in six of their last seven. So you are concerned here that Everton could get on the score sheet and contribute towards the scoring. But... I don't think they're going to score two and I don't think Liverpool are going to score four. I think we're going to see a definitive pattern of play here that goes against the data. I don't think Everton are going to come to Anfield playing front foot football. I think they're going to set up in a particular way. And I do think that Liverpool may take some time to break them down. Liverpool don't usually start well in the 1230 kickoff. Jurgen Klopp has spoken before about not liking the kickoff time, and he certainly won't like it coming off an international break, going straight into a Merseyside Derby and being allocated the 1230 kickoff. But with that said, I still think Liverpool will be too good for Everton here in this spot. And we take them to win with under four and a half goals in the game at even money plus 100. Before we move on to those three o'clock kickoffs, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about the SGPN Second Chance Survivor plus the NFL Gambling Podcast Review. If you're already knocked out of your NFL Survivor, don't worry we've got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor. I am now actually out of Survivor because of the fucking Philadelphia Eagles last week. So yeah, I'm one of the people who are out. I read this ad read last week and thought, oh, that's fine. I'm still in, Um, but I'm not now. Um, This is presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. $3,000 up for grabs and it's winner takes all. It starts this weekend, so sign up now. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Survivor. That's gamblingpodcast.com slash Survivor. Also, the guys on the NFL Gambling Podcast are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review of your favourite TD-related bet for this weekend. The biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so that we can contact the winner. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy as Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog's extending the first deposit bonus up to 5 $100. $100K hundred Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy with 10 lucky players winning 10 k each. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Moving on to the 3 o'clock kickoffs. Let's start with a game between Bournemouth and Wolves where Bournemouth are the 13-10 favourites. It's 5-2 on the draw, and it's 19-10 here on Wolves. Difficult to know what to do with this game, because it is a relegation six-pointer, in my opinion. And I think that both of these two teams will fancy beating each other, so we could see them going for it. Bournemouth are supposed to be a front-foot team under Areola, and... Gary O'Neill has certainly been more attack-minded as the Wolves manager than they were last year under Lopetegui. Lopetegui did keep them up, but they were still the lowest scorers in the Premier League. So I see an attacking game here between two teams that are going to want to beat each other. And over two and a half goals is priced up the same as under two and a half goals, with both being at 10 to 11 minus 110. I lean towards the over here. Five of the last seven games for both of these teams have gone over two and a half goals and given that they'll both fancy that they can beat each other, I think this could be an end-to-end type of game. Both teams will be looking for the win as both teams have been struggling to win games, having a combined two wins between them across their 16 combined matches. So, I'm going to take over two and a half goals here and we take it at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Up next, we move on to the game here between Brentford and Burnley where Brentford will be looking to bounce back from that collapse at Old Trafford where they conceded in the 93rd and 97th minutes to lose to Man United when it looked like they were en route to a win. They've almost got the perfect opponent here in Burnley. They're the 10-11 favourites to beat Burnley. It's 13-5 to 5 on the draw and it's 16-5 to 5 here on the visitors. Burnley have not done as well as people expected so far this season. And it's difficult to make a case for them getting any kind of positive result here against Brentford. Brentford had a very strong home record last season. And this season is not the same. They're also drawing a lot of games where they would have won them last year, and they're losing games where they should have got something, like the Man United game recently. Brentford have kept just one clean sheet in the Premier League, but they have scored in seven of their eight outings. Burnley have scored in five of their last seven games. So there is some data that Burnley could contribute towards the scoring, but ultimately, the way they're playing in the Championship isn't going to work in the Premier League and Vincent Kompany needs to work that out at some point because Premier League teams, they will expose you a lot more and Burnley have been getting exposed by not having any sort of cautious approach whatsoever. Premier League teams are a level above and Burnley are struggling at the level and I think this does represent a good opportunity for Brentford to actually get a win on the board. I'm going to keep it simple and take Brentford on the money line here in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Man City and Brighton, where Man City are the two to five favourites. It's nine to two on the draw and it's six to one here on Brighton. I've been looking forward to this game. Manchester City returning home after four straight away games, three of them which they lost And I've definitely had this spot circled as a Man City bounce back. Obviously, I wanted a better price than two to five. But I do consider this to be a strong parlay piece here with Manchester City likely to get themselves back on track. We have to add on over two and a half goals to get us past that uh, two to five line and under minus 200 The over one and a half gets us just under minus 200 at the price of 8 to 15. But adding on over two and a half goals gets us way past the mark. Man City and over two and a half goals is priced up at four to five minus 125. We could definitely get a Brighton contribution towards that. Brighton have seen both teams score in eight of their league games so far this season and are definitely good for a consolation. They always seem to score they've regularly scored away against the top six teams in the league, which include city, but City will win this game they've gonna they've they're gonna bounce back here they don't often lose three out of four that was a bad run but they get to come home here where they have won their last 13 straight home games. This is probably the most difficult place to go to in the Premier League, if not in all of Europe, all the world. And I think it's a tough task for Brighton. Brighton try to stylistically play the same way as Manchester City. This is what Manchester City like. If you look at the one away win that Manchester City did get during that spell it was against a Leipzig team that did not try to sit in and play counter-attack in football against Manchester City. They tried to go toe-to-toe with them. This is the only way Brighton know. They're going to play out from the back. They're going to get caught out by the City press and also City are going to be able to play through Brighton's press because it won't be as effective as it is against other teams. And I just see City winning this and actually winning it comfortably. So we're going to take City and over two and a half goals with the very real possibility, in my opinion, that City could alone score enough goals to get us over the over 2.5 goal mark. So City and over two and a half at a price of four or five minus 125 here for this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Newcastle and Crystal Palace, where Newcastle are the one or two favourites. It's 18 to five on the draw, and it's 7 to one here on Palace. Newcastle should make for a solid money line parlay piece tomorrow. You could take Newcastle and Manchester City together, and that would be a plus money two team parlay. Individually, I will tack on the under four and a half goals because that moves you from one to two minus 200 to five to six minus 120. As I think Newcastle will win this and they'll probably win this with a clean sheet. Crystal Palace have failed to score in any of their last four meetings with Newcastle and that's unlikely to improve tomorrow given the attacking record that Palace have had so far this season and the injuries that they have had. In attack, Crystal Palace have had one of the best defensive records so far this season and I do believe they'll be good enough to contain Newcastle for a certain period in the game but ultimately Newcastle will break through and I don't think Crystal Palace will break through themselves against Newcastle's rock solid defence especially as of late and uh, I'm going to take Newcastle to win with under four and a half goals tacked on at five to six minus 120. Up next, we move on to the final game from the 3 o'clock matches. It's Nottingham Forest at home to Luton Town, where Forest are the 4-6 favourites. It's 11-4 on the draw, and it's 17-4 here on Luton. Luton will certainly fancy that they can get something here off the back of beating Everton last time out away from home. Nottingham Forest have drawn three of the last four home league matches. And each of Forest's last six games have featured fewer than three goals. So this, I think, could be a tight and cagey one. Luton will set up defensively, in my opinion, and look to nick something. And uh, that's going to be the game plan. But I ultimately think that Forest will make home advantage count. And they will be the first ones to get the breakthrough. But by the time that's happened, I believe that under two and a half goals could be well on its way to cashing. I don't think this game's going to open up initially. I think it's seen as a relegation six pointer and different to the other relegation six pointers that we've looked at here on the show. When you're looking at Bournemouth versus Wolves, I still think Luton are finding their feet and I think they'll be happy with a point against Nottingham Forest because don't forget. Nottingham Forest survived last season by picking up a vast majority of their points at home, so this is a difficult place to go to for any Premier League team and I think Luton will come here trying to keep it tight and cagey, and I think that will lead to an under it's um ten to eleven on under two and a half goals and ten to eleven on over two and a half goals. And I lean towards the over here for this one between Nottingham Forest and Luton. We have two more games on Saturday. One is covered exclusively on Bet MUFC. That's the game between Sheffield United and Manchester United. So we only have one Saturday game left to cover. It's the 5 30 kickoff between Chelsea and. Arsenal arguably the game of the week before we cover it let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about game time I'm often stressed buying tickets especially if it's a last minute decision are the tickets going to come through on time I've been going to events where the tickets haven't come through an hour before Will call won't help me and it is a stressful situation. I've also been looking to go to events where I'm wondering, are these the best tickets? Are tickets going to be available in the better section? Are they going to be cheaper later on down the line or not pulling the trigger and then the tickets go and then I can't get seats as good for the same price? It shouldn't be this hard and this stressful. Game Times is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theatre Near you with killer deals and last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start having or start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have at the actual event. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag them tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create that account and use that code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Let me also take this little pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. With Hall of Fame bets, you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Moving on to that final game on Saturday, it's Chelsea at home to Arsenal, where Arsenal are the five 5-4 favourites to win. It's 5-2 on the draw and it's 11-5 here on Chelsea. I remember when Chelsea would routinely win this game, particularly at Stamford Bridge, but that is no longer the case. Arsenal have come here and have won three straight. But I still feel that Arsenal are a very overrated team. Man United should have beaten them. Tottenham should have beaten them and away from home they've come through with quite a few scrappy results so while people want to tell me that there's a title race and Arsenal are the league contenders off the back of beating Manchester City without Rodri and via a deflected goal I'm not convinced and I'm likely and likewise not convinced that Chelsea are a bad team or that Chelsea have suddenly made a recovery off the back of having some positive results. I still think the facts about Chelsea lie somewhere in the middle. Yes, they were underperforming their their numbers, which told you that Chelsea should be scoring more goals. But ultimately, those numbers don't ever really mean that much to me because if you don't have the personnel to put the ball in the back of the net, that's going to be a continuing problem. And I just don't think from what I've seen early doors, that Nicholas Jackson is going to be the solution for Chelsea when it comes to a top tier striker. However, I do still feel that they will be able to score in this game. So for me, both teams to score does look like the best way in here at the price of 5-6, to minus 120. As I said, Chelsea have been performing much better than the league position implies. And I think both teams can find a net here in this game as it has cashed in seven of the last 10 meetings between these two sides. I believe it will cash again. I'm not convinced by the Arsenal defence. I'm not convinced by Arsenal on the whole. They may be unbeaten after eight league games so far this season, but they have rode their luck already at this early stage of the season and I do think that Arsenal loss could be just around the corner I'm just hesitant to pull the trigger here and say that this Chelsea team who have been also inconsistent but results have not gone their way they're going to be the team to beat them these two teams have actually had very similar starts statistically but Arsenal have had more luck and have been a little more clinical than Chelsea and that's why we see the two teams in completely different league positions. I don't think the quality between the two is as wide as the market suggests here and it would not surprise me to see Chelsea being the first team to beat Arsenal at the end of it and it also would not surprise me to see Arsenal getting another lucky break and coming away with three points from Stamford Bridge. So I'm going to avoid picking a winner and I'm going to go for both teams to score. Chelsea have scored six goals across the last two league matches and BTTS has cashed in seven of the last 10 competitive meetings between these two sides. Pochettino used to do well against Arsenal as the Tottenham manager and hopefully he can get something here from this game to slow down Arsenal's momentum in terms of results and that's the key thing. Arsenal have been getting those results and if you want to be champions to be fair to Arsenal you do need to win games ugly. It's the ugly wins that get you to the title but for me all of Arsenal's wins have been ugly. We really haven't seen that dominant, high-quality performance from Arsenal so far this season, other than when they took apart PSV in the Champions League. However, if we look at the Champions League game that followed that one, the trip to a depleted Lons team, Arsenal were beaten by two goals to one in France. So, there is a lacklustre performance from Arsenal coming in the league. We've already seen one in the Champions League, And um, as I said, it would not surprise me to see it coming here off the international break. But we'll go for both teams to score instead at a price of five to six minus 120 for our main selection here for this one. Up next, we move on to Sunday and we look at the game here between Aston Villa and West Ham, where Villa are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 14 to five on the draw and it's also 14 to five here on West Ham. This should be a close encounter. Both teams have had solid starts to the season, especially West Ham, as um, they weren't expected to do this well. A lot of West Ham fans wanted David Moyes gone after the Europa Conference League. They also sold Declan Rice, but they've reinvested the money well and have made a solid start to the season. Six of the last 14 meetings between these two teams have actually been draws while five of West Ham's last seven league games have ended with over three and a half goals. So that is the type of football that West Ham want to see and not a stat that you would usually align with David Moyes. Six of West Ham's last eight away games in the Premier League have also seen both teams score. I think we see both teams score again. I think that's a very solid selection here for this game. It's available at the price of 8 to 13. So it is short. It is short for a reason because it's likely to happen. But if you're asking me to pick a result here, I'm going to go with Aston Villa. They are 100% at home in the Premier League this season. And if you add on last season's run, they've now won 11 straight home games in the league. That's very, very difficult data to fade. So whilst West Ham have had a very strong start to the season, it's very, very difficult to get anything against Aston Villa. So I apologise. They are on a 10 game winning streak at Villa Park in the Premier League. They're looking to get their 11th here in this one. And I do think they'll get their 11th win in this one. So I'm going to take Aston Villa on the money line. But I also like both teams to score. But we'll go with Aston Villa on the money line because it is priced up at a decent price of 10 to 11 minus 110 rather than laying all that juice on the BTTS selection. The final game goes down on Monday. It's Tottenham at home to Fulham, where Spurs are the four to seven favourites. It's 18 to five on the draw and it's five to one here on Fulham. Ange Postacoglu will be thankful for this Monday night game because it gives his team plenty of time to prepare. Almost a full week with players coming back from international duty around about Thursday, maybe even Wednesday for some, but Thursday. That will give him Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday to prepare for the game. So longer than any other manager, which makes Tottenham an automatic choice for me to win this game. And I'll tack on the over 1.5 goals here to give us a little bit more value on Spurs. We could actually need Spurs to score two goals here because Fulham could make a contribution towards a scoring. Spurs have conceded against Fulham in each of the last five home games, but they've never scored more than once during that run. So two goals should be enough for Spurs, who have scored at least twice in seven of their eight games this season. While they've seen BTTS cash in four of the last five, But the biggest stat is the fact that Tottenham have won six of their eight Premier League games this season, including each of the last three home matches. Fulham did well earlier on in the season, getting a point at the Emirates but I don't think they'll get anything from this one as I said Ange will appreciate the extra time and I think Tottenham will get Tottenham will make use of it and I think Tottenham will win this game so we're going to take Tottenham to win and we're going to tack on over one and a half goals to get us away from this four to seven line and instead get us a four to six minus 150 line on Spurs and over 1.5 goals here for this one closing out with your lock on the show this was a difficult week to find a lot because I liked a lot of stuff and there'll be plenty of plays over on the lock betting card this weekend. So if you want to get my additional plays, head over to lockbetting.com or just shoot me a DM on the X account at lockbangx. That's at X to find out about long-term discounts via Gumroad. But yeah, I liked a lot and we could have easily gone for Liverpool or Newcastle with under four and a half goals tacked on, as I do like both of those situations. But coming into the show, in fact, even looking back two weeks, I was very much married to the idea of taking Manchester City again. Now, so far this season, we've only had two losing locks on the EPL show and both of them have involved Manchester City. So, usually you would steer away from that team, you would blacklist them. But no, I feel very differently about that because it's Manchester City. They're an absolute monster and they return home here after four straight away games, three of them which they lost. They're coming home against Brighton. A lot of people think that's a difficult game to come back to. I don't. I think it's a game that Manchester City will relish. I think a lot of people would have had this game circled. And I think stylistically, it's a very, very bad matchup for Brighton. They play a similar style to Manchester City, but nobody plays Manchester City style better than City. And of course, they had Rodri back, and that's a key player for Manchester City. And the difference between him playing and not playing is is significant when you look at the statistical data with City not winning a single league game that Rodri hasn't started. So we're going to take City to win. We gave out City and over two and a half goals on the podcast. I've decided to change that play and instead we are going to take Manchester City in the Asian handicap market. So we're going to take Man City minus one. This is not Manchester City minus 1.5. So you do have push protection here. If Manchester City win this game, but they only win by one goal you end up securing a push. So in order to make a profit here, we do need a two goal win or more for Manchester City. Obviously if they fail to win this game, this is a losing bet, but it pushes if they win by one and you cash it if it wins if they win by two or more and this one is available at the price of 16 to 25. Manchester City will be looking for their 14th straight home win. And there's nobody I'd rather back in this situation after a poor run of away games returning home. Brighton are playing in the most difficult stadium to play in in Europe. Manchester City have turned this into a fortress Their home form was a large part of the reason why they won the Champions League last season. Not only did they beat teams, they blew them away. That included Bayern Munich and Real Madrid. And as I said, I had this game circled. I believe Pep Guardiola had this game circled. I believe Manchester City are due for a huge bounce back and I'm not worried about them playing Brighton. I understand this is a team who can score goals and they probably will score a goal tomorrow as well. But Manchester City will be hungry to score more and this is a tailor-made opponent. This is a... And this is almost unfair to say because Brighton have been so good over the last couple of years. But this is a poor man's version of Manchester City. And I believe they'll be exposed tomorrow at the Etihad. That's it for me and this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening.